0: oh lord our god our majestic is, is your name in all the earth father the heavens declare the glory of god the firmament show your hand Work day unto day or trace speech at night unto night. wet knowledge we give you the praise and honor and glory for your mercy We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your honor. We thank you for your power. We thank you for the manifestation of your name. We thank you for the provision you have given to us. We thank you, our God and our King, for the honor and the privilege that you have bestowed upon us to know you, the only true God. Let us thank God for the Holy Spirit of God, the insight that the Holy Spirit gives to us, the insight of the Word of God. That is the application of the knowledge of the Word of God. Father, we exalt you, we bless you. Let us thank God for the, uh, the privilege of sonship. Lord, we bless your name because you have counted the worthy to be among your part of your family. And we thank you for the authority that resides upon our lips. Even tonight, as we join together with the saints of God across the globe to pray the will of God into manifestation. Father, be thou exalted, O oh God. In Jesus' anointed name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Today we're going to go straight into our Bible studies. As you know that today we're looking at the book of Job, and I'll be handing over to Pastor Tyo, who will call those who are contributing before Reverend Omar will come on to look at chapter 25 and 26. Pastor Tyo, please
1: thank you very much apostle good evening everyone and you're welcome again um, to this week's bible study to start us off tonight i'd like to invite brother derek
2: praise the lord my contribution is taken from job 23 verse 10 to 12 which reads but he knows the way that i take when he has tested me i will come forth as gold my feet have closely followed his steps I have kept to his way without turning aside. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have rescued, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my own daily bread. Amen. Here Job was talking about his accomplishments, but he was not boasting, but merely making a statement of fact about his life and relationship with God. A question for us is is how many of us can do an introspection of ourselves and say, uh, deep down in our heart, when God tests us, we will come forth as gold, and we have treasured the words of His mouth more than our own daily bread. Paul said in Second Timothy four verse seven to eight. Paul said in Second Timothy. Uh, Paul said in Second Timothy four verse seven to eight. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on, the, on that day, and not only to me, but to all who have longed for his appearing. This should be our mindset. In this 2021, 20, we must, um, must prioritise God over everything, so that we may shun evil, and above all, we must and uh, 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 love God and fear God, and then we will come forth as God. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you very much, Brother Derek. I'd like to invite Brother Eric.
3: Praise the Lord. My contribution is taken from Job 24, verses 19 to 20. As heat and drought snatch away the melted snow, so the grave snatches away those who have sinned. The womb forgets them, the worm feasts on them, the wicked are no longer remembered, but are broken like a tree. This passage tells us that the wicked shall no longer be remembered. Proverbs 2, verse 22 makes it more emphatic by saying, the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. If we must be remembered, it should be for our good name. As Proverbs 22 verse 1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. Both riches and an honorable reputation are good. But if one has to choose between the two, Solomon tells us to choose a good name. Choosing poorly or rightly can make all the difference. In the end, We will all have to stand before God in judgement, and riches do not impress him. What does impress him is when we fear him and obey his commandments. We should also love him and love our neighbours as ourselves. Our fate, in this life and beyond, rests in our obedience. And if you are known for your compliance to God's command, a good name usually follows. Therefore, if you have to choose between a good reputation and wealth, choose the former and keep God's commandments. What kills a good reputation? Slander does and so do cheating, stealing, breaking one's word, adultery, and to the extreme end, even murder and witchcraft. And many of these are shortcuts to success. Sin can be described as a shortcut to get what you want without following God's laws. Solomon combines the matter of a good name with riches, because a common place where people choose to cut corners is with money. People stab fellow workers in the back for promotions, skirt the law to improve profits, evade taxes, and sell shoddy and substandard goods. All these are shortcuts to make more money. But the price is a bad name, and this is a bad choice because a good name is more desirable than great wealth. In conclusion, this is not to say that to be rich is bad, but let us endeavour to place a good name and obedience to God's command first, like Solomon and even Job himself. Amen. Thank
1: you, Brother Eric. Um, I'd like to invite Brother Stephen.
4: My contribution will be taken from job chapter 23 verse 3 and verse 7 which reads if only i knew where to find him if only i could go to his dwelling and the seven there the upright can establish their innocence before him and there i'll be delivered forever from my child so what i learned from this is that job was confident despite Job was confident that if he presented his case before god the lord would his plea, but the thing was that he didn't know where God was. He didn't know His dwelling. And what amazed me is that Job, despite not necessarily having very, very deep knowledge of the Lord and who He is, he still maintained being up by being right, just being a man of integrity and God fearing. Which tells us that we shouldn't be just hearers of the word, but doers. That it's not just good to just merely. A knowledge of the word alone we need to make sure that we practice the word we know James chapter 1 verse 22 since Job had confidence in God that if he presented his case before God all his suffering God would hear him likewise we should be confident that the Lord will hear us not because of our righteousness but by his grace we shouldn't have doubt when we ask God for anything Ephesians chapter 3 verse 12, 1 John chapter 5 verse 14. And just like Job was able, if Job was able to live a righteous life, despite not living in the dispensation of grace as we do, and having the Holy Spirit living in him like we do now, it's very important that we make all the effort to live a holy life, since we have the blood of Jesus, since we have the Holy Spirit, to guide and lead us. So in closing, I pray that the Lord will help us to really take heed to all what we've been learning, to really practice what we've been learning so we'll not just be mere errors of the word, but we'll be doers, so that we can really manifest God's power since the Holy Spirit is holy and he cannot manifest in an unholy
1: vessel. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Brother Stephen, I'd like to invite Sister Philomena, please.
5: My contribution is from Job 23.13, which is, what is unique and who can make him change, and whatever his soul desires, that he does. In some of the previous chapters we've read, in his afflictions and sufferings, Job sometimes used negative words. For example, in Job 3.1, he curses the day he was born. In this verse, is acknowledging the uniqueness of God. The uniqueness of God knows no bounds. He alone is God. All power belongs to him. He is the God Almighty, who fulfills covenant. He created the plants, animals, both great and small. He also created the sun, moon, stars, etc. And they all tell a story, the glory and the beauty of God. No one can fathom the great. The greatness of God. Psalm one forty five, three. There is no limit in describing the sovereignty of God. Whatever trials we go through, we should acknowledge his greatness at all times. God is bigger than any problem. He is the Lord who delivers us from every bondages and chains of the enemy. He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today and forever.
1: Amen. Amen. Um, I'd like to invite Dickonus
6: Anna, please. Good evening. I'm going to be taking my um, contribution from Job 23.3, and it states, If only I knew where to find him, I, uh, if only I could go to his dwelling. So Job had a big problem, as we all, as we all know. But he later realized that his problem did not lie, sorry, the answer to his problem did not lie with man. He soon realized that the problem, the solution to his problem lied with God. And as a result, Job longed to to go to heaven so that he can present his case before God. However, Job had a problem. And the problem was, how does he get there? Where is God's dwelling? I'm going to pause on that point for now, and I'll come back to it. Now, this tells me that we have two problems that might face us in this earth. One problem that we may face, the solution may lie within the surface. So we pray to God and we have an instant response or reply or solution to that problem. The other problem that we may face may go deep within the surface, and therefore we have to dig deeper in order to get the solution to this problem. However... Unlike Job, we know the solution because Christ has already paved the way for us to have direct access to God the Father. Job belonged to go to the dwelling place of God because he knew that was where his solution would lie. Apostle has told us different on different occasions where he visited heaven. There's one that I love the most of, and it was the one where he was wanting to to axe his beauty queen's hand in marriage. And he faced a stumbling block, a problem, let me just put it that way. Apostle knew where this problem lied. It didn't lie on the surface. He knew that he had to dig deeper in order to get the solution to this problem. And he sought the face of God diligently. And the solution came. And God took him to the throne of heaven and showed him the date of his wedding. So therefore, when we are faced with issues, we need to know where the problem lies. Whether it lies on the surface or deep within so that we can be able to present our cases before God. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and you will receive. Don't stop at asking, because some of us are still at the asking stage. Then he goes on further to say, seek and you will find. Dig deep so that you can find the solution. And the final thing is begin to knock on the door of heaven, and there your solution lies. Thank you.
1: I'd like to invite Pastor Debbie, please.
6: Hallelujah. So
7: my contribution is taken from Job 23, verse 12. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. In spite of Job's trial of faith, he maintained his integrity by committing himself to God's words, not turning to the left or to the right. His trial did not stop his obedience to God and his word. One would have expected him to have abandoned the word and denied its efficacy due to his undeserved suffering. But rather, Job considered God and his word as a vital truth he cannot live without. Job found time to please God by his daily searching the will of God in the Bible. His appetite for God's word was more valuable to him than his physical food. So what are the lessons learned? According to Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, which we all know, this book of the law should not depart from our mouth, but we are to meditate on it day and night, including all seasons of our lives. And we are to love the word of God with a passion. It is our life. The scripture also says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, which is in chapter 8, verse 3. The word of God is food to the spirit. Lack of the word is consequential to starvation of our spirit man. This leads to defeat and spiritual death. The word of God makes us strong and is our comfort in times of trial. And affliction, Psalm 119, verse 50 and 92. It is the world we obey that works for us, James 1, 25. And in conclusion, everything will pass away, but the one thing that remains is the word of God. Our lives depend on it, Matthew for 24, verse 35. So I will advise us to religiously commit ourselves to our daily Bible reading in the house which is able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. May the Lord bless us. Amen.
1: Amen. I'd like to invite Dick Bimbo, please.
8: My contributions are on Job 23, verses 8 and 9. Job could not understand why he went through several misfortunes. And due to his state of mind, Job wanted to have a one-to-one meeting with God and present his case before him. Can a case be presented in a court without a judge? This was one of Job's thoughts. So he searched in all directions for God, from the north, east, south, west, left, and right. Why was Job searching for God everywhere? Job, as an upright man, thought he should not go through these sufferings, and felt God was silent in his situation. He searched for God to plead his case before the ultimate judge, but he felt God was unreachable because he could not find him in any direction he turned to. What resonated with me was Mommy Oma reminding us that God loves us and of God's better plans for us. She also advised us to always follow the way of righteousness and maintain our integrity. So, we should not let any happenings around us cloud our minds and prompt us to ask where God is. Example, the sight or news of the results and aftermath of the pandemic should not make us say where is God. God is everywhere, He is in the midst of everything, He does whatever pleases Him, and He is our loving Father. Job 23, verse 13, Psalm 135, verse 6. Psalm 139, verses 7 to 12. As dedicated followers of Jesus Christ, we should always praise God, give thanks, read, study the scriptures, and pray to God in all situations. Ephesians 5, verses 19 and 20. Finally, we should always acknowledge God's sovereignty. Ephesians 1, verse 11. Accepting the sovereignty of God encourages us. And submitting totally to our Lord God Almighty gives us peace in all circumstances. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. We thank God for the contributions tonight. And I'd like to hand back over to Apostle Sir.
0: Well, I'm very sure that we have been mightily blessed by these uh, summaries. But there is a scripture I want to read to you before I invite uh, Mong Oma on. Chapter 24 of Jude it's uh that's one and this is a concern that you know uh, is in the hearts of both christians and non-christians people who have moral conscience he says why does the almighty not set time for judgment why must those who know him look in vain for such day and then he began to talk about what evil people do and they get away with it And I just say that maybe there is someone in this on pro- this program who in a situation, and uh, those who are not believers, I am questioning you that look, we don't believe what to believe, look at us, we are better and stuff like that. Don't let your mind be troubled. One of the one of the very interesting things about the life of Job is that it encompasses the life of a man from birth to death. God used Job as a symbol of who God is what God does and how God reasons and uh, you may be thinking about this God has set his time for judgment and God will not move until that set time regardless of what happens until that set time so do not question in your hearts the important thing is as Job said is that you and I commit our heart and our life to the Lord I want to invite uh, mommy Reverend Omar to come on now and expose to us Chapter 25 and 26. There are no more things.
9: <laughs> Praise the Lord tonight. I really want to thank God for all that all of us that have contributed in various ways. May the Lord continue to increase in you. In Jesus name. Uh, Job chapter 25. I read. Then Bildad the Shuhite replied. Dominion and all belongs to God. He establishes order in the heights of heaven. Can these forces be numbered? Upon whom does the light not arise? arise? How then can a man be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pale? If even the moon is not bright, and the stars are not pure in his eyes, how much less man, who is but a margot, a son of man, who is only a woman. I want you to underline that scripture because I'm going to make reference to it. That is actually the end of man. May the Lord bless the beginning of his holy word. That takes us to chapter 26. Then Job replied, how you have helped the powerless. How you have saved their arm that is feeble. What advice you have offered to one without wisdom. And what great insight you have displayed. Who has helped you utter these words? And whose spirit spoke from your mouth? To dead and in deep anguish, those beneath the waters and all that lives in them. Death is naked before God. Destruction lies uncovered. He spreads out the northern sky over empty space. Begin to see the handiwork of God, the miraculous work of God from that verse 7 as Joseph was explaining it. He suspends the earth's over nothing. He wraps up the waters in the clouds, yet the, the clouds do not burst under their weight. He covers the face of the full moon, spreading his clouds over it. He marks out the horizon on the face of the waters for a boundary between light and darkness. These are work of the works of creation from the beginning of Genesis. Says so the pillars of the heavens quake, aghast at his rebuke. By his power he churned up the sea. By his wisdom he cut Rehab to pieces. By his breath the skies became fair. His hand pierced the gliding serpents. And these are but the outer fringe of his words. How faint the whisper we hear of him. Who then can understand the thunder of his power? May the Lord bless the reading of his holy words. Yeah. Amen. That takes me to our notes tonight. In, that, um, in this chapter that we have just read, you will see God's uh, awesome, awesomeness described. God is awesome. That is what I titled this. Chapter 25, 1 to 6. In the previous chapter 24, Job referenced what he believed to be the act and the end of the wicked. Everything is all about the wicked. All about the wicked. And we have been studying about the wicked. After knowing fully well all these that we are studying about the wicked, may we not turn to be a wicked person. Mm verse 1 to 2. Although those friends were taking Joe to be a wicked person, you know, because they, they feel so and they felt he are saying, that's why he's going through all this. This is what man can be towards their friends or their enemies or anyone they want to speak against. But let us just learn from all these that we have read. that was a time that actually helped us to know the, the 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 end of the wicked so that our own life too will not Follow that pattern of the wicked, but sometimes we do things that the wicked people do, and we think we can get away with it. But this is what I just want us to focus and learn from uh, for, from the, uh, the, the things that I've shown us from the wicked. In that verse one to two, there's this argument of builders in his third speech? It took a different tactics, a different pattern in his speech. He did not comment on Job's stand on the prosperity of the wicked. We don't know the reason why he did that. But towards the end of his speech, in that chapter 25, verse 6, Bildad asked that, how can a man who is but ordinary God, and a worm who claim to be righteous before a holy God? Such a man has no ground to stand before God. This was uh, what uh, builder used to end his speech uh, in that 25-6. How much less man who is but a maggot, a son of man who is only a worm. Note that it was builder and not God who described people as maggots and worm. that was the one that was described. But the end of man, we see when man is buried in the grave, worm and maggots start to come from, from man and uh, this you can see, not that maybe I've seen a man that has been buried, but you can see it in ordinary, some of these uh, creatures that die. Birds that fly and die on the street or something. When they start to rot, they rot from inside. Maggot and all these things comes from them. So the same thing with man. So that here, he was describing uh, the man and talking about maggots and worms which is the end of man. So instead, in this in response, he exalted God. He spoke highly of whom God is and said, and after all these things that he has said, he began to exalt God. He said, God is powerful. God is awesome. Dreadful. Dreadful. He rules over all, over all the universe or over all. In that Job 25, 2-3, this is how he explained it. it. said, Dominion and all belongs to God. He establishes order in the height of heaven. Look at how he's describing the awesomeness of God. What are we to learn from this? We also must see God as an as a, as a awesome God. Not only sing it, but let us just be a dreadful. Of the creation of all these things that God has created and reverence God in everything that we do. So he spoke of the dominion and the all that belongs to God. He establishes order in the heights of heaven. Verse 3 of that chapter 25 says, Can his forces be numbered? Upon whom does his light not rise? His forces cannot be numbered. And his light rises upon everybody. Because from the beginning he said, let there be light and there was light. Verse, 20, uh, uh, verse 4 to 5. Now explain, how then can a man be righteous before God? Now I'm making reference to Job. God is awesome. God is powerful. Maybe Job did not dread God. Or Job did not fear God. That's why he's in this trouble that he is. Asking you question, how then can a man be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? If even the moon is not bright, and the stars are not pure in his eyes. In the verses above, like as as I read, we see the awesomeness of God. God is the Almighty. God is the Creator. He rules over all things. All creation is under his authority. When he talks about the dominion and his authority is incontestable. You cannot contest it. You must not allow pride to seize us and not reverence God when we ought to do do so. It must be always must always reverence God. You must not let pride seize us. That you do not recognize the awesomeness of God. You must recognize the awesomeness of God and the dominion of God and his authority over all the earth. Because we can't contest it. There is an example of this, of this king that did not reverence God. Some of us might have known this story. Nebuchadnezzar. Praise the Lord after he was humbled by him. They will not be humbled by God before we can reverence him. In everything that we do, let us put God first, and let us reverence him. That's what we can tap from what Job's friend was talking. But he was thinking, Job always thought that he was a wicked man, he has sinned, because he never reverenced God. They were talking the opposite of what Job was. And the book of Daniel chapter 4, 34 to 37, to be able to stand, on uh, referencing God and not allowing uh, pride to rule us. At the end of that time, Daniel chapter 4, 34 to 37. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar raised my eyes towards heaven and my sanity was restored. We all know the story of how he had a dream and the dream came to pass, was turned into an animal and all the rest of that. Nebuchadnezzar now said in that scriptures in that verse that before, he said, Then I praise the most high. It was after he was relegated that he praised the most high. I honored and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. You know, those talks about God's dominion. He said an et- uh, 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 the book of Daniel now explaining the dominion. He said it's an et- eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. Verse 35. I want us to mark that 35 for Daniel chapter 4, 35. He said all the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. So let us reverence God because he's the only one that can do what he wants to do with us. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? We cannot query him. Verse 35 of that, Daniel chapter 4, 36, he said, At that same time that my sanity was restored, my honor, splendor were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. May it not be until we are relegated before we can admire or reverence the awesomeness of God. My advisors and nobles sought me out, and I was restored to my throne, and became even greater than before. Verse 37, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. This is exactly the God we serve. We must reverence him. We must reverence his awesomeness. That's what I'm bringing out from this scripture that we have read tonight. All creatures are impure before him. This was due to the fall of man. Romans 3:23. he said, We have seen and come short of, the, of his glory. No human effort and sacrifices can make man pure before him. Isaiah 64, verse 6. The only way. Uh, it's just that uh, the only way a sin can be atoned for or that we can be made holy before God is by the atoning blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 John 1 7 to 9. So, what am I talking about here? I'm trying to make us to realize the awesomeness of God, and then we must not, because to Joseph's friend, Job is going through this uh, situation because he did reverence God. He didn't have respect for God and all the rest of us. Yes. That, uh, yes, that. Yes, that's what he said, but that is not it. We want to, I want us to really focus on this awesomeness, because when he began to talk about the awesomeness of God, he said, He is the Almighty. In that verse, uh, verse chapter 25, when you look at uh, verse 2 to 5, Said dominion and all belongs to God. He establishes order in the height of heaven. Can his forces be numbered? Upon whom does his light not rise? Verse 4. How then can a man be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? If even the moon is not bright, and the stars are not pure in his eyes. So we can see in the verses above, the awesomeness of God, which I've just explained to us. He is the Almighty, I'm repeating again, He is the Creator, He is the Ruler over all things. All creation is under His authority or dominion, and His authority is incontestable. You must note this, someone that did not take that to be was humbled, and that was the example I gave. And that takes us straight to chapter 26, 1 to, 4, 1 to 14. Those replied to Bildert, he rebuked Bildert for being utterly unhelpful. That you see in that uh, uh, chapter 25, 1, uh, 1, to, 1 to 6. Man's uh, weakness or, or, or being fragile and God's majesty. Job spoke much, much more elaborately and eloquently of God's way as being incomprehensible to mankind. That you can see in that verse 1 to 14. Has he, that is Job, could not agree with the theology of his friends? When we start to read chapter 27, 1 to 6, you will see that being uh, explained. He emphatically clung to his integrity and cursed his enemies. Hence, in that Job 26, 1-3, he said, Then Job replied, How you have helped the powerless, how you have saved the arm that is feeble. What advice you have offered to one without wisdom, and what great insight you have displayed. That was 4, 5-14. He said, the dead are in deep anguish, those beneath the waters and all that lives in them. Dead is naked before God, destruction lies uncovered. It spreads out the northern or the skies over empty space. These are the handiwork of God. What made God awesome? This putting the beginning of creation, is it not amazing that even at that time, according to theologians, Job was not here. You know, but uh, he was quoting all the things that happens, even in the beginning. He spreads out the northern skies over empty skies. He sustains the earth over nothing, show, 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 showing us part of the awesomeness of God. <clears throat> he wraps up the waters in his cloud. Yet the cloud do not burst under their heavy weight. If the cloud had burst it, or maybe burst uh, this world will be no more. But he didn't do that, but he wraps it. He puts everything in control. He covers the face of the full moon, spreading his cloud over it. He knows how he does his things. The moon will not shine in the day, but will come in the night. The stars will not shine in the day, but they twinkle in the night. He covers the face so that it he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't go beyond his boundary. He marks out the horizon well, from Ravah's death of the face of the waters for a boundary between light and darkness. God is in control of everything that he created. That is what he's talking about. So why is it that man will not be in control? The pillars of heaven quakes aghast at his review. In one of the book of Samuel, 29 I say God thunders. So when God thunders, heaven quakes and the earth melts. Verse twelve, he said, by His power He turned up the sea; by His wisdom He cut Rahab to pieces. It's one of the, the the sea monster that He's talking about. By His power He would do this. By His breath, the skies become fair. His hand peers, the gliding serpent and the Satan himself. And these are but the outer fringe of his works. How faint the whisper we hear of him. Who then can understand the thunder of his power? See, all these that are read to us, you know, in that chapter 26, talks about the wisdom and the power of God. Let's see, note Job's reaction to build that counsel. We must be very, very careful. Peter was talking rubbish. He it, it, it doesn't have the word to help to encourage a friend. Can I say to us, this is one of my precious scriptures in that book of Colossians chapter 4 verse 6. We must be conscious of people that are going through a period of pain and despair, or pain and suffering. Where people are suffering, maybe it's because of hatred, and you know we must not hate anybody. Because of our lifestyle with them or something, we begin to talk rubbish. In the case of these those friends, they are good friends, but they try to kill him in his trouble at the time. They came to sympathize initially, but towards the end, the the words that comes out of their mouth were not seasoned with salt, was not conforming with the word of God in Colossians chapter 4 verse 6. So we must be very, very careful on how we react when we see our friends or people going through their period of pain and suffering. In times like this, in times when friends are suffering like this, we need to seek the help of the Holy Spirit for the right words. In order for our counsel not to be like insult to their pain. In verse 7 to 12, we see and learn great things from the wisdom of God on the account of creation. That was the 7 to 12 of this chapter. These are what scientists are struggling to discover, but has been stated clearly in God's word long ago. I catch this word from Apostle when he was discussing with me. I said, Yeah, it's true. Scientists really struggle to discover all these things but has been stated clearly in God's word long ago. So they are just seeing it, but God has. That is part of what made uh, make God great. God, our Heavenly Father, in His wisdom, one, created the universe from nothing and holds it all together by His power. That's what the Apostle Peter was talking about. And in verse 14, Job said that this various display of God's wisdom and power, as we see in creation, are just a teeth of iceberg. That's what Job's related to. All this part that we are seeing is nothing. It's not something that is so. With God, everything is possible. And I read that verse 14 again. He said in that 26, 14. And these are but the outer fringe of his works. How faint the whisper we hear of him. Who then can understand the thunder of his power? We cannot understand. Only God understands. So in everything, because of what we have read tonight, I want to encourage us to reverence God, because he's an awesome God. Let us not just see God because he has allowed us to be seated with him in the heavenly places, father above all principalities, giving us all opportunities in everything that we do, and we just see God anyhow. We don't know how to spend our time with God. We don't know how to reverence Him. We don't know when God is talking to us. We don't know when to be quiet or when to speak. We don't, you know, how we treat God, even in God's presence. We do anything, anyhow. What I just learned tonight is that we must learn to reverence God. Because you cannot understand the thunder of His power. <laughs> when God thunders. He said even the, uh, the tree of uh, uh, Lebanon... It shakes and dies. Psalm 29. The voice of God, when he thunder, God is still speaking. God is still talking. He talks in various ways. May he not thunder to us. When God thunders, then something is happening. So let us reverence him so that doesn't, we will we, 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 we not hear his thunder. Because he said, and these are but the outer fringe of his words. The outer fringe how faith the whisper we hear of him tell god to, to 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 speak so you let us continue to hear the whisper not his thunder because your attitude your body of life the way you react to god the way you the way you you, you deal with god like enemy or like friend like ordinary friend i can talk to anyhow can make god to thunder thank god for his patience May his works and everything that he has done be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I wrote a prayer here because after writing this, I tried to think of this prayer. Let us thank God for his great wisdom and trust. And let us commit the issues of our lives and he will fix them for us in his wisdom. Because you know, Job had an issue. Job had problem. But at a time, he even till the day of of his back he did a lot of things to himself i wish he had this great understanding that we have today he would have done what i want us to do tonight because this was what the spirit was leading me as i was thinking on god's awesomeness and as i was thinking of how even in the midst of trouble and uh, friend was able to bring out god's divine order so let us thank god for his great wisdom tonight and trust to commit all the issues of our lives. I'll leave that to Apostle Williams to lead us to now and anything God is giving to him. So that we can fix them. So that he can fix them for us in his wisdom. I hand over to Apostle apostles. May the Lord grant us understanding in what we study tonight in the name of Jesus. The cap of it all is the awesomeness of God and the work of creation as Job's friend. I've spoken to Job, and that's what I can bring out from the Word tonight. Amen.
4: Wow,
0: well, we're going to just first lift up our voices to God and thank God for grace. Let's thank God for the grace of knowledge That he has given to us Shall we begin to pray prayer of thanks
9: Father Father, we bless you We exalt 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 and magnify your holy name For the grace of knowledge That you have given to us We thank you for understanding
0: Thank God for his mercy Thank God for his goodness Thank God for his glory
9: Thank God for the insight Lord we bless and
0: glorify your holy name And the
9: righteous They cannot even get near Father, we awesome thank you. We thank
0: you. We thank you that we can relate this to our personal life.
9: Thank you. We can see how awesome God is. Thank you, thank you. You are awesome Father, we Jesus. bless
0: and exalt oh,
9: your oh, name. In Jesus'
0: anointed name, we pray.
9: Amen. Amen. You
0: know the friends of Job accused Job falsely; that is their own error. But Job himself allowed the accusation to make him begin to justify himself before the Holy God which is a mistake. When you go further to 38, when Elu began to speak from 32, you will see it, and then God answered. We are going to tell the Lord, pray and tell the Lord. The book of Colossians is one of the scriptures we read today, chapter 1, yeah. verse 9. It says, for this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with knowledge of his will. Through all spiritual wisdom and understanding, if Job had this, <clears throat> it would not reply at all. It would not reply at all. Whatever people say, you do not know, reply. Because if you respond to people, you will sin against God. We are going to lift up our voices and pray. Father, just open your Bible to Colossians 1.9. Fill me with the knowledge of your will. Through all spiritual wisdom and understanding, begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Our God and King, we pray thee, we lift up ourselves to you, O God. We pray that you fill us with the knowledge of your will, with all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Fill me, Lord, with the knowledge of your will. Ask the Lord to give you the spirit of insight. Ask the Lord to give you the spirit of knowledge that we may be able to know the will of God. Lord, fill us with the spirit of insight. Fill us with the spirit of understanding. Pray and tell God, such that Lord people will not a push a me a against a you.
9: A that a I will be able, able to
0: discern when men are speaking, a when a flesh a is a speaking. A Father, in the name of Jesus, I will be able to understand your proper will for me. The spirit of knowledge
9: of your will,
0: so that I will know your will in every circumstance
9: the spiritual
0: wisdom and understanding that comes from heaven. Tell the Lord to fill you with the spirit of knowledge and, and of his will. Tell the Lord to fill you with the spirit of wisdom and understanding. That is the kind of spirit that God put upon
9: Bezaleel that we read in the book of Exodus. So that, I will so that I can understand what your plans are.
0: I can understand what your will is. I can understand your purpose for me,
4: understand. so that I can
0: work according to your will and your purpose. Tell the Lord, Father, I pray thee in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, knowledge of your will, knowledge of your will, Lord. Give me the knowledge of your will, spiritual wisdom and insight. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we bless and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen. One more prayer of prayer, and then I hand over to Pastor Thayel just for a few minutes. Now, in the book of Exodus, you will see something very, very regular and common, and you can recite it from the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse 1. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, all the time, Then the Lord said to Moses, Then the Lord said to Moses, Then the Lord said to Moses. The said to Moses. And if you look at Verse 6, 26, Moses placed the gold, uh, gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burnt, uh, burnt fragrant incense on it as the Lord commanded him. So you will hear the Lord said to Moses, and Moses did as the Lord commanded. The Lord said to Moses, and Moses did as the Lord commanded. The Lord said to Moses, and Moses did. 32 says, that is Exodus for i reading. They watched whenever they entered the tent of meeting and approached the altar as the Lord commanded Moses. And you can see that again and again and again as the Lord commanded Moses, as the Lord said unto Moses. And if you go straight to the book of Joshua chapter 11, and that we're going to pray, in Joshua chapter 11, in verse 15, it says, as the Lord commanded his servant Moses, Moses commanded Joshua, and Joshua did it. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. You want to pray? Father, let me hear your command. Help me to do everything. Give me a heart that will carry out everything that you have commanded me. Help me to hear your instruction over my life, over my career, over my spiritual life, over everything. And that God shall enable you mm. to carry out everything that god has commanded shall we just begin to pray in the name of jesus
9: father lord the bible reads all the
0: time and god commanded moses and moses carried it out and god commanded joshua and joshua carried it out and god commanded elijah elijah carried it out and god commanded, elijah. Elijah and god commanded elisa elisa carried it out help me oh god help us with oh god to hear your command tell the lord open my ears to hear your command open my eyes to see what you are doing Help me to carry out what you have commanded me. Oh, Sovereign Lord, help me to carry out what you are telling me in my life, not for my family, help me to hear them, help me to carry it out. What you tell me about my ministry, my calling, help me to hear the thing, help me to carry it out. What you say concerning my career, help me to hear the thing, help me to carry it out. Father, help hey, me, give me a heart that hear and a heart, heart that carry out. A heart that listens. The Bible says that Moses me commanded me, give me, give Joshua. Me, me. Joshua did everything.
2: God commanded Moses. Heart, Moses commanded
0: heart, it Joshua. It did Joshua did everything. Begin that to pray. Yes, everything that your servant has been speaking on this yes, pulpit. Help me to carry them out, to God. Help me to carry them out. That I will not be listener only, but I will be doer. Father Lord, give us an obedient heart. Do not let the devil rob us in any form, that your name be exalted. In Jesus' anointed name we are
9: praying.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, uh, last week, I had a report from Nigeria that, uh, you know, there are these bandits who are going about the, you know, in a particular state rampaging and, uh, you know, going to close homes and on the broad daylight and, and, um, you know, uh, adopting them. And I, I, we, we lifted up prayer here. Let me remind you the prayer that we prayed. We said that the Lord will throw them into confusion and the Lord will raise opposition against them. Those are the two things we prayed. Now, if you look at the BBC News today, in answer to our prayer last week over Nigeria, the Lord had touched the heart of the president of Nigeria and he fired all the service chiefs. Those are the people who are the head of the army, the military. He replaced them and gave them mandates concerning the Boko Haram of Nigeria. We're going to thank God that we cry to him exactly what we say, that God will raise opposition. And we will now pray for these people that have been assigned there, that the angels of heaven will go before them and destroy that Boko Haram and wipe them out of the country of Nigeria. Because if they succeed in Nigeria, you can guarantee Africa is coming down. Because Nigeria is one quarter in population of black people in the whole globe. We're going to pray. Thank God for he our prayer. Lift up your voice and we're going to pray. We thank you, Father, because we cried to you last week and you answered us speedily, speedily. Exactly what we prayed is that you will raise an opposition against them and you have done so. Lord, the people who are now appointed to lead the, or the, the army to go and destroy this evanation of this. Uh, terrorists in Nigeria, we ask of God that your angels should go ahead of them. It is not going to be by physical power of a man, but Lord, you will send your holy angels into all their cells across the country and what you did, oh God, to Sina Kerub, you will repeat again in Nigeria. What you did in the book of Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20, 20, 20 where, uh, from verse 1 to verse 24, you will do in Nigeria. You will go to the battle and swipe them out. Not only Nigeria, we heard that they are in Uganda. We heard that they have gone through other parts of Africa. Father, destroy their coalition. They are, they are messengers of Satan. Release the hosts of heaven. Drive out those spirits that they will not be able to infiltrate any African country in the name of Jesus Christ of so Nazareth. Let them see your eye and run in the name of Jesus. Lord, empower your angels and send them against the power that is behind this un- unrest, that the people who are involved will flee. They will leave their arms and flee. Relegate them to nothing completely. We we'll look up to you and pray today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, Father, because you have answered us as we have asked in Jesus' holy name. All the children you have adopted will be recovered in the name of Jesus. The people that they have been adopted will be recovered in the name of Jesus. From next week, we want to begin to hear that the people are recovered, the families that are resettled in the name of Jesus. Innocent children that have been adopted will be released back and the powers of the devil be broken. The heads of that team Boko Haram, or whatever they may call themselves, be arrested in the name of Jesus, strip him totally of his, of his, of his, of his reliance, and put him into the net into, with hook. Lord, pull him out among his people and bring him naked before all mankind. Relegate him to nothing as you have done to the people in the past in the name of Jesus, and destroy that empire, completely by the power of your name. Let God arise over the continent of Africa. Let his enemy be shattered. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Now we are going to pray. We are going to pray from the Colossians that we have been looking at. The book of Colossians. And it's very, very simple. Way. You know, this is one of my favorite books. Let me tell you how it is. From verse 13, chapter 1. For he had rescued us from dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his Son he loves. In whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. This is Colossians 1, 13 and 20. We are going to pray for everyone that the devil has subjugated. The people that, said that they are bound, we will lose them by the cross of Calvary. Begin to pray. It may be your family. Pray for your family. Anyone in my family that the devil has, has bound, I release him in the name of Jesus. For Jesus has rescued us from dominion of darkness. Every one of members of my family, members of my church, my neighborhood, it does not matter where they may be. We exercise the victory of the cross by the, in the name of Jesus. We command their rescue. Jesus died for humanity. We command their rescue. We command for their rescue. Lord, we command for their rescue by the power of the cross. We smash the powers that hold people bound by the power of the cross. He says that I will rescue them who are uh, uh, your, your children from the... He says I will set your free set free your prisoners because of the mark of the blood. Begin to declare the name of the Lord. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we command rescue, we command rescue, we command rescue, we command deliverance, 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 deliverance. By the power of the cross of Calvary, we command rescue. Begin to pray for souls to be rescued from hell in the name of Jesus. And let's pray that during this COVID time, God will send out his mercy and rescue people from hell. That through this COVID, many will turn to Jesus all over. He says, for he has rescued us from dominion of darkness. That all the delusion of Satan, God will rescue his people. God will rescue the world in the name of Jesus Christ. By his power of mercy in the name of Jesus. And bring many into the kingdom of his son. And bring many to the kingdom of his son. From China to Africa to the Middle East. Father, stretch out your hand of mercy. Rescue souls, rescue souls, rescue souls. In Europe, in the UK, rescue souls, rescue souls. From India to America, let us pray that the kingdom of Satan and control of his kingdom collapse in the name of Jesus. Upon the face of the earth, there will be rescue, 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 rescue. Pray for all your loved ones who are not born again. In the name of Jesus, that the Lord will rescue them from the dominion of Satan. He will rescue them from the grip of the devil. Your brothers, your sisters, your parents, or your children or grandchildren. Lord, will speak in the name of the Lord. Rescue for them. 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 Oh, Lord, our God, we pray for rescue. We pray for rescue. We pray for rescue. In the name of Jesus, you said in the book of Zechariah chapter 9 verse 8, But I will defend my house, says the Lord. Tell the Lord, defend your house, O God. Rescue your people, O God. Defend your house, O God. He says, I will defend my house against marauding forces. Never again will our oppressor overrun my people, for I am now keeping watch. Let's pray. I, Zechariah chapter 9 verse 8. Defend my family O God. Pray. Defend my, my life O God. Defend your people O God. Against marauding forces because of the cross of Calvary. Deliver them from dominion of darkness. Deliver them from marauding forces. Our children, our, our, our the, um, uh, family in the name of Jesus, husband and wife. Lord deliver us from dominion of darkness. Deliver us from marauding forces. You said never again will an oppressor uh, 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 overrun them. Everyone oppressed among us, we release them in the name of Jesus. From satanic oppression, we decree in the name of Jesus that the, 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 the power of the Most High will go to the dungeon and set free our prisoners. Go to the dungeon and set free our prisoners. Verse 11 of Zechariah chapter 9. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners from whatever the system? We we'll begin to tell the Lord, Free our prisoners from the pit of God. Free our prisoners from the pit of God. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, let there be freedom. Let there be restoration. Lord, let there be restoration. Let there be restoration. In verse 12, it says, return to your fortresses. O prisoners of hope, even now I am announcing that I will restore twice as much to you. Begin to pray for restoration to your life restoration of God. God promises he said I will restore twice in the name of Jesus. The last few days of January, let's call for restoration, restoration of hope Restoration of health, restoration of your body, restoration of your spirit, restoration of marriages, restoration of anything the devil has destroyed. Restore oh, restore, oh God, restore, oh God, restore, oh God, restore, oh God, restore, oh God. We pray for restoration. We pray for restoration. We pray for restoration. Father, according to your word, your word is life. Father, we exalt you. We magnify your holy name. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen and amen. I want us to pray also chapter 2 of Colossians, which is one of my favorites. You know, Colossians 1, 13 to 14. Colossians 2, from 13 to you, find it. 13, 14, 15. They are powerful scriptures. Covenant of God that cannot be broken. What did it say? It says, when you were dead in your sins. And in, your, in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature is Colossians 2.13. God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. Yes. Hallelujah. But now look at verse 14. He says, have canceled every written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. That is everything the devil wrote because anything that is against you is written by Satan. It's written by men. Men spoke a lot against Joe. We just saw it. Every written code spoken by the by the kingdom of hell against us. He said, having canceled them, he took them, he took it uh, and uh, and uh, stood against us. He took it away, nailing it on the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authority of principalities and power. He made a public spectacle in them, triumphing over them by the cross. Now you are going to pray two prayers, Lord. The first prayer is. Father, enable me to walk in the power of the cross. I want to walk in the victory of the cross. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. God, enable us, O God, to exercise the authority of the cross over the powers of darkness, over the messengers of hell. Enable us to operate in the power of the cross, 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 in the power of the cross. The Bible says, have a council every written code, every regulation, every ordinances that against us, have been canceled. Now begin to decree. I enter to the power of the cross. I declare null and void. Every written code of Satan against my life. Every written code of Satan. The, the one that was destroyed on the cross. Anything the devil writes now concerning me, I destroy by the power of the cross. I take authority over the kingdom of hell. The written written code of the devil, it is the cross of government that can smash it. Lord, I smash the written code. I smash the knowledge of the devil over my life. The Bible says you will confirm the knowledge of the wise is a I decree every written code, everything determined by hell over my family this year, they shall fail. Everything determined by hell, written by the paths of Satan oh, against my church this year, they shall fail. Every written code that is against the will of God, I nullify by the blood. I nullify by the blood. Begin to pray for your nations.
9: Pray for the United Kingdom, pray
0: for Europe, pray for America, pray for, America. Pray for Africa. All the countries you have come from begin to decree by the cross of Jesus we undo every written code that is against the will of God over our city, over our nation. We undo every written code written by Satan against the will of God, which he wants to put agenda the devil wants to pass. In our parliament, we destroy. In the Senate of America, we destroy. In the House of Representation, in the US, we destroy. In, in the House of Lord in England, every written code of Satan that he intends to push into those government offices, we destroy by the blood of the Lamb. We pray for every nation in Africa, every written code of Satan that he wants to push, agenda of the devil that Satan has assigned, that he will push this year. They will fail. They will fail. In India, they will fail. In China, they will fail. In America, they will fail. In Canada, they will fail. In the name of Jesus, by the cross, we dismantle every written code of the devil. Every plot of the wicked one, it shall not stand. It shall not stand. It shall not stand. Every plot of the wicked one against our family, we dismantle by the cross. We smash them to pieces. In the name of Jesus. Satan shall fail over us. He shall fail over our life. He shall fail over our body. He shall fail over our family. In the mighty name of Jesus we pick the cross of calvary we go in the name of the cross of calvary we destroy the powers of satan over our life over our calling over our family in the name of jesus all the reaching code of the devil against our our brothers against our sisters against our relatives we destroy by the cross of Calvary. Jandara, Masikere Bosonto. Every reaching code of Satan against our cities, against our nation, they will fail, They will fail. We go in the name of the God of Abraham, in the name of the God of Isaac, in the name of the God of Jacob, and we come against the power of Satan by the cross of Calvary. Every reaching code that Satan has written over the United Kingdom, we smash it to pieces in the name of Jesus. Over Ireland, over Germany, over Europe, over Africa, we smash it to pieces. Pray for your nation. By the cross of Calvary, that every code that Satan has written, or people have written, against the will of God, they shall fail. They shall fail. The Lord will destroy them. The Lord will expose them. They shall not succeed. (laughs) Father, we pray thee. We glorify your name. We exalt oh, yes, you, O oh God. God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Let me pray with you. Father, we thank you so much for today. Give me the glory and honor and praise. And I commit your people to your hand. Last week, we looked at two characters. In the book of Exodus 31... There was a man called Bezaleel, And in the book of Exodus chapter 32, there was a man called Aaron. Aaron was a man that because of fear of people, he sinned against God. Because he he respected people, he sinned against God. He disobeyed God and and built the the abomination that became history. But Bezalel was obedient to God. He never responded to man. The Bible says everything God commanded, he did. Everything God commanded, he did. I pray for everyone under my voice. The spirit of Bezalel, I invoke it upon you and your household in the name of Jesus.
9: Amen.
0: That the spirit of counsel, the spirit of wisdom, that's all what Colossians deal with today. Spiritual wisdom and knowledge. There is knowledge of the world, but there is spiritual wisdom. There is spiritual knowledge. And <clears throat> when a man receives it, he will understand mystery of Christ. He will understand the will of God. That's what Colossians says, and that is the truth. Oh, Lord, my God. A man that has it can never be confused. He cannot be running and scared. Pray, 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 pray. No answer. It will not be your portion any longer. In Amen. the name of Jesus, receive Amen. ritual wisdom. In Amen. the name of Jesus, receive Amen. ritual knowledge. Amen. In the name of Jesus, receive ritual strength. Amen. Amen. Your life shall not be as Satan wanted it. Your life shall not be as men wanted it. Amen. Everything contrary to God Every plot against you, which is contrary to God, every plan that is set already before you by people, by spirit of hell, which are contrary to God, I destroy them by the cross of Calvary in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I decree they will not take place.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. From their their source, I command the Father of God to attack them. Anyone that plan against any one of us, paranda, as they are planning, Holy Ghost fire, answer them. As they are thinking, Holy Ghost fire, answer them. As they gather against us, Holy Ghost fire, answer them. When our name is mentioned in any sphere, Holy Ghost fire, answer them. And paralyze their power, because it is written, Jesus destroyed them by the cross of Calvary, so that the will of God will suffice in your life. As you leave this platform today, before tomorrow night, you will hear good news. Anything the devil has opposed, I release help from heaven. Re- receive release from heaven in the name of Jesus. Receive manifestation from God in the name of Jesus Christ. That the counsel of God will manifest in your life. It is written, the Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I find it shall be as I purpose it will stand. I will destroy the Assyrian in my land. I will destroy the Assyrian in my land. Every Assyrian in your land, I decree them destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. I will break their yoke from my neck. Every yoke of Satan over you and your household, I command them broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Their bodies shall be lifted. Every body that Satan has placed upon you and your family, I command them to be lifted in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ye power of you who have been held bound in your health, healed in the name of Jesus. Is your head, Satan is. Tossing with your health. I command healing, 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 healing to your bones, to your organs. I command healing, healing by the blood of Jesus from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Be made whole in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is the counsel of God that will happen. We have a few more days, and this month will be gone. We entered this year just a few days ago. Now, we are at the end of the month. In the next four days, January is over. As you are marching down the mountain of January, it shall come, the Bible says, to pass. The ransom of the Lord will return with singing. I say the Lord will fill your mouth with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their head. Everlasting joy will crown your head. Sorrow and sigh will flee away. Aha! Sorrow and sigh will flee away from you. The sound of rejoicing and celebration will surround you. God will surprise you with his outstretched arm in these last few days of January. To the last day of January, visions and revelations shall be yours. Trans and open encounter of heaven shall be yours. So shall it be unto you. Mm -hmm. And so it is, in Jesus' holy and anointed name. Amen and amen. You will see the hand of God in these last few hours as never before. Mm -hmm. Lord, we bless you, Lord. We exalt you, Lord. We magnify the O oh, King of heaven. Thank you for those who are born today. We celebrate them across the globe. And we ask, of God, that you look at your plans for them and look at their life now. Please, out of mercy, great Father of glory, pick them from where they are and bring them to where they ought to be. Every resources that everyone has prepared for them to be successful that have been hindered by the enemy we release them. In the name of Jesus, we decree heaven over them to open and pour down spiritual gifts and grace to manifest the mandate In the mighty name of Jesus, we long that the Lord will satisfy you. He will show you his salvation. We pray for marriages today that the joy and unity and bonding of marriage will never be broken in your house. May the Lord empower you and grace you with the spirit of obedience to God and total submission to enjoy your married life. Your married life. Everything that you are seeking from God Heaven will supply it today. Lord, we bless you. We glorify thee. We exalt and magnify your holy name. I want to read the blessing of God to you. Spread your hands before the Lord. I say in the name of he that lives forever and ever, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from his sanctuary Amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices, Amen. all your offerings, all your tithes, your offerings, your benevolence, and may he accept your bond offering, which is your prayer, Amen. the prayer of the saint. May the Lord <coughs> grant you the desires of your heart, and make Amen. all your plans succeed. Amen. I say this week, all your plans will succeed. Amen. May you, you and I will shout for joy when we are victorious. Amen. And we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the I am that I am. The El Shaddai and God Almighty. May he who revealed himself as the God of Bethel. Remember the covenant of Abraham and fulfill in your lives Mm -hmm. and in the life of your household. May he look at your request from January and bring reply according to his promised covenant in Joel 2.19. In the name of the Father Mm -hmm. and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Shall we just lift up our voices together and thank God for tonight. If God had helped you, He had blessed you, lift up your voice and give Him praise. Our God and our King, we thank you so much for grace and mercy. We thank you for the manifestation of your glory and power. We exalt you, O God our King. Blessed be the name of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Thank you, God, the Holy Spirit. For your grace and strength you have given to us and success and thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' holy name we pray with us.
9: Amen.
0: Amen and amen.